hot still. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings for this meeting where we chatter about what matters on the show designed with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm extremely delighted to host another show that keeps you in the know. You're tuned in to the 180th edition of Talking With T. It's November 5th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, reality star Kris Jenner and the late Ike Turner. The month of November has several observances, including National Aviation History Month, Lung Cancer Awareness Month, Military Family Month, National Adoption Month, National Diabetes Month, and National Family Caregivers Month. It is also National Gratitude Month. And with that, the theme for this month will be Gratitude Through Giving. It seems appropriate to choose this topic as our focus as we enter the Thanksgiving season. As I emphasize the importance of extending charity and kindness, know that the spirit of gratitude is consistently found among those that are joyful. There is grace through giving, and giving is a way of expressing gratitude. While there are many that enjoy filling meals each day, there are many that do not. There are many families that struggle to put enough food on the table. You can make contributions to the Love Kitchen, Second Harvest, or Lost Sheep Ministries. You can also contact me to donate non-perishable food items to be distributed among schools in the Knoxville community to assist in preparing Thanksgiving baskets for those less fortunate. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while after we hear from our newest contributor, Calvin Skinner. Hello, this is Calvin Taylor Skinner. Uh, just reminding our viewers that the elections are coming up Tuesday, November 6th. And first of all, I would like to thank um, Sister T for this opportunity to share on the show uh, the importance of voting what's at stake. And hopefully everybody will be encouraged and motivated to show up to the polls on Tuesday, November 6th. If you have not already voted in early voting here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, it is my passion um, to mobilize our community around the vote. It has been instilled in me from the time I was young uh, to first be engaged with the issues that concern our community around education, around community development, around understanding what it is to um, get their wages around uh, job opportunities. Uh, these are the issues that are important to our community. And secondly, uh, to stand in the gap, uh, to put yourself in the position uh, to uh, connect uh, the resources available uh, to address the needs, um, but also empower our community, empower our people um, to voice and be in position to address those concerns. And this has uh, brought me this, um, uh, this, these matters that have been instilled in me by my parents have uh, brought me to, uh, to do work around uh, Washington, D.C., uh, where I 
had a wonderful opportunity to engage around national issues, but I understood that even as we engage the national matters that impact our nation, it's important for our communities to be engaged uh, at the local level, especially around these most important midterm elections uh, where we have uh, various uh, uh, candidates on the ballot, um, but we need to ensure that we align ourselves uh, with people who understand the needs of our community and who are willing uh, to open their uh, minds, open their doors for us to engage them so we can partner in addressing uh, the, the matters within our community. And now let's check out our Monday Minute Quick Bits. I'll start with a happy highlight. Simone Biles is the first American to win medals in every event at the World Gymnastics Championships. She already holds the record for most career world titles for a gymnast, male or female. Brent Taylor, who was a mayor in Utah, as well as a member of the Utah Army National Guard, was killed in Afghanistan after being shot by one of his Afghan trainees in what is being called an insider attack. Taylor was military intelligence officer and left behind a wife and seven children. Alec Baldwin was arrested for assault and harassment charges after he allegedly punched a guy over a parking spot. Baldwin denies that it ever happened. Google employees around the world staged a walkout this past Thursday to protest what they called a workplace culture that has turned a blind eye to sexual harassment and discrimination. The protest included men and women, and more than a thousand employees walked out of the San Francisco offices alone. Sadly, three girls and a woman, a part of a Girl Scout troop, were killed Saturday morning as they picked up trash along the road and were hit by a truck. The driver had crossed over a lane of traffic and into a ditch, hitting the Girl Scout troop. The driver then fled the scene, but later turned himself in. Georgia candidate for governor Stacey Abrams was targeted by white supremacists as they sent out a racist robocall impersonating Oprah Winfrey, who campaigned for Abrams. If elected, Abrams will be the first African-American elected governor of Georgia. A 15-year-old boy from Florida has been charged with killing his mother. They had an argument over him making a D in one of his subjects. Gregory Ramos confessed to strangling his mother after the argument. After he killed her, he used a wheelbarrow to put her body into her van and drove it to a church where he buried her. He first reported a burglary at his house and said that his mom was missing. He staged the burglary with the help of two of his classmates who have also been arrested. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Talking with T. Hello. This week's tip is continue to encourage someone to vote. Continue to spread the word about voting this week. I know there are a lot of people who uh, say our votes don't count. Uh, Voting doesn't matter. Don't listen to those people. Continue to press forward and encourage people to go to the polls. Because I have found a lot of those people who sit around and say don't vote or they have the most to say negative about voting can't vote anyway for whatever reason it is. But a lot of them can't even vote. So, of course, you're negative or bitter about not being able to vote and trying to talk someone else into 
realizing that, oh, it doesn't matter or that's something you waste your time doing. No, it's not. A lot of people lost their lives. A lot of people lost a lot of things um, to get us the right to vote. So, of course, I'm defiant, and when somebody said I can't do something, I'm going to do it. There was a time that we could not vote. So, of course, I'm going to go vote. I don't care if it's Scooby-Doo and SpongeBob running for each other. I'm going there, and I'm going to vote for somebody. So, again, if you voted, yay. If you didn't, just keep that same energy when things don't go your way. You can't have really an opinion about anything that's going on if you can vote and didn't vote. But if you're one of those who can't vote and are negative, just pipe down, pipe down. We are on the move. We are on the mission. Continue to vote and encourage people to vote. And that is my tip for the week. And I've been talking with T. All right, listeners, I'm delighted today to have the whole team back. We have our know-it-all Professor Jay and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, as we review trending news. So we're going to start with these insensitive, unintelligent teachers from Idaho. They thought it would be okay to dress as the border wall and stereotypical Mexicans. So looking at the photos, y'all, it seems like they each wore a box that was painted like some bricks, and then when they stood together, it portrayed the border wall. And so we're not talking about one or two or three teachers. We're talking about several teachers because you had two groups. One group was the wall, and the other group was dressed as the Mexicans. So obviously, this is considered offensive, and the school district has apologized. The superintendent said that he was deeply troubled that employees made the decision to wear what he called clearly insensitive and inappropriate costumes. You know, this is long side worthy because <laughs> I, I, I'm just trying to wrap my mind around who thought that that would be a good idea. Um, in Idaho, Iowa, somewhere, you know, in God's country, with the political turmoil that's going on with 45, the great Cheeto, showing out sideways. Who just thought that that would be a good idea? And, and how did they you know, get people to agree and join in? That's what's exactly. puzzling me. And, and I, again, I'm trying to wrap my mind around it because, you know, as an educator, most times when we get together and try to plan our Halloween costumes or whatever, we run stuff by each other, you know. And like you said, how is it that they got together and thought that this was right? And, you know, again, from looking at the pictures, clearly there was a whole lot of thought put into this, more thought than should have been. Yeah, this was some real planning. They discussed this over coffee. And they, this was intact. I don't know what I don't know what the prize was for doing it, but a lot of them agreed to it. Was it a free week of vacation, a, a gift card, or something? Like he said, it was not on a fluke. It was like really planned out. Ugh. All right. Moving on. Yes. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Carry on. Well, Kanye must be back on his meds. I read in Huffington Post that he said he's done with politics. 
and that he has been used. Now, he got on Twitter, like his role model, and said he has been used to spread messages he doesn't believe in. He went on to say he was distancing himself from politics and completely focusing on being creative. Now, it's also been said that he was connected to Blexit. That's B-L-E-X-I-T, which stands for Black Exit. And I don't know if y'all heard of them. It's that group that urges voters, black voters, to leave the Democratic Party. Their apparel says designed by Kanye West, but he said he didn't have anything to do with it and that he didn't want any association with their efforts. So his statement on Twitter, I think, was referring to his perceived connection with Blexit, but I'm just hoping that he's deciding to distance himself and take a break and work on some personal issues. We can only hope, but I doubt that's the case. You know, he gives us this whole seesaw of mental stability and cultural relevance or lack thereof every few months or so. So it's probably he could very easily be feeling the backlash from his last uh, antics and has decided to kind of take a breather and go sit in the corner until he thinks of his next foolish act that he could, you know, wreak havoc on the country and popular culture with. You know, I was thinking maybe that whole meeting with Trump and all of that didn't turn out like he thought it was going to turn out. I don't know why he hasn't ever put any trust into Trump. Well, he just said that he was, he had to have been off his meds. So, you know, maybe he, maybe he got back on him for a minute, but. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think I, I think I saw on either Twitter or Facebook, one of the nice social media outlets, that perhaps somebody should have wired Kanye's job shut again. Oh. I'm just saying what they said. That's what the people said. <laughs> That's what the people said. I bet when he got on his meds and they got back in his system, I bet he woke up and was like, man, who who all done photoshopped me with Trump? They were, and Kim was like, no, no, baby, that was you. That was you there. Man, <laughs> I know y'all didn't let me go see Trump, sit up this night with Trump. Baby, we, we took you. You were talking about um, prison reform and all this and, oh. And you said that slavery was a was a choice. <laughs> you know you what? Know. It could be that that Kardashian hoodoo. <laughs> yeah, because everybody that's been involved with them, every man, they don't get out soon, they be all jacked up. They don't work all kind of roots on the people. Well, I, I'm just hoping he gets it together. I'm hoping he gets it together. He stays on his medication, and you know. Some of what he said, the way he said it, made sense to why he thought that. You know, his thoughts that, okay, well, I want to be a billionaire, so I'm going to do what a billionaire does. Okay, I get that. But then you have to consider the source, and you have to be careful who you align yourself with. And, you know, I just don't think he was well advised before he started, you know, political. Fiasco. Okay. Thank you. He was just trying to make himself great again. (laughs) All right. Well, before we go, I have one more story I want to bring up. And I know you both saw the video of the teacher who got into a fight with a student. 
And then there was a debate over whether or not the teacher was actually justified in what he did. So, listeners, you can read the story for yourself. You can see the video through the link on our website. But this is the story as I understood it. The teacher and the student, both from Southeast Los Angeles High School, got into a fight. And, of course, it was caught on video. So the guy's a music teacher, and the student is seen shouting profanities, using racial slurs before the teacher just plumb went off. Students say the fight started after the boy was asked to leave the class because he wasn't wearing the proper uniform. From what I could tell, for what I saw, the teacher threw the first punch. And then when the school resource officer tried to break it up, he chased the boy and hit him some more. So, I, I mean, that's just what I saw. So I just want to know what your thoughts on this. And listeners, we want to hear from you, too. You can respond on the social media posts in the comment section on the website or by calling 865-409-1170. Jay, what's going on? Yes. Uh, well, you know, I, I'm still trying to sort this thing out. I've watched the video about three times already because okay. I want to get a good understanding, you know, as, okay. again, as an educator. I, I'm just trying to figure this thing out. So here's what I saw. All right. So it was a nice, normal day in band class. The children were practicing their little musical piece or whatever until Ladu, we're going to call him that, just completely snapped. And like you said, he goes on and on and on this whole tirade. And the teacher is rather calm even in the face right. of the foolishness that the kid is spouting. And it looks to me as if he threw a basketball or some sort of object at the teacher. Okay. At which point the teacher goes over to his desk, looks like he grabs his cell phone and makes a phone call. The dude keeps talking all of his trash. So, Jay, hold on. So... In the video you saw, because the part I saw, it looked like the teacher threw the first punch. But prior to that, the student had thrown a basketball at him, right? That's what it looked like to me. Yeah, that's, okay. what, I, that's, that's what I saw, too. He threw okay. some object at the teacher. Right. Okay. At which, again, at which point the teacher goes over to his desk and pulls out a phone and looks like he makes a phone call. And I'll commend okay. him for that because... For me, you throw something at me, oh, it's on and popping. Right then and there. Right. Okay. As, as, as we were saying in our conversations leading up to recording today's show, degrees and certifications don't exempt you from these hands, especially if you go to school <laughs> throwing something at me. Right. I will conveniently forget who and where I am. And then at the end of the day, I'm going to grab my thing and I'm going to go right on over to, you know, the nice little mental hospital and have a nice little staycation <laughs> to get my mind right and then come back. Okay. Okay. So I'm thinking that this teacher probably conveniently forgot where and who he was and who the first punch. And honestly, let's just be real. There's only so much crap that you can take from somebody's little bad tail kid. That's true. He just kept. The teacher walked off numerous times. He just kept going, kept talking, and then it looked like he got, he went to call. I don't know if he called. He might have called security, but he, he, he might have called, called who? Oh, called security. Oh, yeah, okay. he might have called security because he called somebody. 
And then I don't know what the last thing that little boy said to him, but he just put the haymaker on him. Yeah, because <laughs> when the boy threw something at him, that's not when he hit him. It was like right. later on. So that's what I was trying to figure out. I won't know what he said, too, because whatever it was, I think the teacher blacked out. And they would hold him back. You know, people get in the face like, no, let me go. Let me go. Let me go. That's how he was looking. Like, I bet the little boy was looking kind of shocked in the face. He didn't know what to do. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think. But that boy, now, I'll tell you this. He he was off the chain. He had some nerves. He did. Yeah. And it becomes it becomes a question of, you know, do we let this child continue to talk trash? and disrupt the learning experience, or, you know, do we have a a quick moment to kind of recalibrate and get some things back in order? Yeah, you're right. But then you got to think, in my opinion, I, that's why I say blacked out, because logic would tell you I'm not going to lose my job over this foolish child. I'm going to let him talk all he want to talk, so on security come and get him. I don't know if security didn't get there fast enough, or whatever, but then on the flip side, I can see blacking out, too. I, I think he needs to plead temporary insanity. I saw he had a GoFundMe uh, page, and people have been contributing to it. So I'm just curious to what everybody thinks. We're going to see how this turns out. Yeah, I, I think he just he just snapped. He just, that was his breaking point, and he didn't care about the credentials or that job. Yeah, no, exactly. He, not at that moment. He definitely did. Not at that moment. Well, all right, my friends, that's it for this bit. And as always, I can't wait to hear from the two of you next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. We discuss many topics on Talking With T. And if you would like to share your thoughts and opinions, call 865-409-1170. We would love to hear from you. And your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. We still want to celebrate T's top teams and hometown heroes. So if you would like to make a nomination, visit www.talkingwitht.com. We also want to continue to spotlight local arising artists. And if you are interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With T, we would love to help you promote your business or event. Well, once again, we've come to the end. But stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com. You can find the links to many of the stories we share and discuss on our website. Also, remember to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. New shows will continue to drop each and every Monday. However you choose to listen to the show, remember to leave your reviews and comments. In the meantime, and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. You've not lived today until you have done something for someone who can never repay you. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.